Before getting into today's episode, we'd like to thank Mac Performance PT for sponsoring the Walk-On Pod. For more on their services and contact information, click the link in our Instagram bio where you will be led to their website. Mac Performance PT, helping Sacramento athletes live life without limits. Thank you for tuning back into the Walk-On Pod. Uh, we got a special returning guest uh, for us today. If you're watching, you can see we got our main man, Cameron Salerno, with us. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's here, especially tonight. Um, Yo, what up, Cam? You know, what up, what up, Cam? Uh, a fellow, a fellow Kings fan, uh, and we need him. Uh, we need him tonight. Uh, it was a rough one. The, at the time of this recording, Game Three just ended. It was, it was a really rough watch. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure that's going to be the majority of this conversation. But uh, Cam, I'm very appreciative of you being here with us today. Luke, I'm glad I'm here too because you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like t- Tommy knows this. I, uh, you know, we we went back and forth on Game Two. I, I said some stuff to him that you know. Maybe Dude, Cam came in real reckless after the game two win. The 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 adrenaline was pumping. I mean, it was uh being at game two was honestly as good as being at game one. Both those I mean, Luke, you're at game two, so you know. The energy was crazy, especially down the stretch. Like after Draymond got ejected, it really changed the whole momentum of the game. And I just thought it was crazy when Draymond got ejected. Like his little act after was insane. Like I've I've never seen anything like that at an actual like NBA game. Yeah, what was that like in person? It was crazy because I didn't even realize he was doing it. And then you saw him kind of like get hyped up after. And then like the okay, so the reception like on social media is like he waited around like after the ejection. Like this was all during the review. Like this was pretty obvious he was going to get ejected like they kept showing the replay obviously everyone realized that he stomped on Sabonis and also too like watching it live I didn't realize that he grabbed or Sabonis grabbed Draymond's ankle I Bro, that's a really good point because I so, wasn't even well I wasn't even paying attention to I didn't even see this stomp happen because I was watching Steph with the ball like I wasn't even paying attention to because like you know people fall on the floor after rebound like there's tussles yeah, for the ball and yeah. so I was like whatever they're rolling around with each other yeah. but like <laughs> I, I saw him stop him but yeah. i didn't realize it till it was funny because after the whole incident happened i tweeted that sabonis got teed up and i was kind of shocked i was like why did sabonis get teed up on that and then like people were like oh like he, he, he like it was justified so i was like really confused and i saw the replay and i'm like okay like i understand like why he got teed up in that situation yeah but no being there live was pretty unreal like it was something i've never seen but i mean draymond if he doesn't do that act like in front of silver at the king's game he probably doesn't get suspended but i don't know i just think it was pretty crazy to see yeah um no i agree uh i agree completely i feel like it was funny to watch the fans like we all know that the king's fans are are passionate and stuff but it was so funny because i was on the opposite side of the warriors bench that he was drawing with and like even people up in our rows they were like yeah yeah like dogging up on him i was like yo whoa 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 like it was so funny like the response from everybody was pretty crazy but um, i think i was gonna say the interesting part now that the warriors finally won a game is that we will have game five in sacramento which, you know, I think Draymond's going to get a warm introduction when he gets the ball. He's going to get the Marvin Bagley treatment. I don't know if you're at the Pistons game or saw that, but 
When Bagley got the ball every single time, he got booed. <laughs> he got booed relentlessly. Just a bonus treatment tonight. It's a bonus, yeah, so yeah. same treatment, which I, I, you know, I, I get it. But Draymond's gonna get like some treatment. But what the thing that like I think was the most frustrating part of the whole game is something that even happened during the game. It's when they panned to Brian Anderson, and Anderson said that it's as electric in here as it was in Sacramento. And I'm like, I was texting a lot of my friends who were at the game who were covering it, and they said, I mean, it was a good environment, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like Sacramento at all. Like, the Sacramento environment was literally out of this world. Like, there's no no even comparison. And so the fact that they said it on the broadcast, I was like, damn, like, that's that's pretty crazy of them to say that. No, I will say the announcers there, but... were killing me tonight. I was so I was trying to watch. I was about to. Uh, I tried to turn the local broadcast. Stan, on, Stan was, Van, oh Stan Van God, were, Which I get it. Like the Warriors were rolling. Like it's hard not to like if, if you're being like an impartial announcer and stuff. It's hard not to like be a fan of what they were doing. I get that. But like it was insane. Like I was in like as a, obviously as a passionate Kings fan, I was so frustrated listening to them. I was like, bro, can we turn them off, please? It was it was rough. I always watch but, the games on like zero volume. So yeah, no, I, I'm I gotta take a page out of your book because man, I was <laughs> frustrated, bro. I was frustrated. I bro, was more frustrated. I started, like, year, like, I started doing that years ago when they started having Chris Weber call the games. And guy was, was he was like enough. calling guys by the wrong name. Yeah, Chris Ooh, Weber was bad. They were doing that tonight. They're like Stan Van Gundy's Oh wait, no, that's Monk. I was like, you're not even watching the game. Like, yeah, you're sitting <laughs> courtside. <laughs> okay, sitting I, I do have. I do have a very like I have a opinion that I need to get out. Yeah, like, go for it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it pisses me off when Kings fans are talking about the refs where like, you know, I, I'm very anti blame the ref, like I always have been. And so like people were like, look at the foul description discrepancy. I'm like, it's about even. Like it's the Warriors are just getting the line more. The Kings were settling from threes and they were yeah, they started like oh a ten. And so like I don't know, like I just think I mean Fans are fans, and they're going to do whatever they want. And, like, Warriors fans were complaining about the refs, which, like, I get. But also, too, it's like the Kings outplayed them both games, just like the Warriors outplayed the Kings tonight. Like, it's not like – I don't yeah. know. I just, I just think the narrative about it. But it was also Twitter, so you, you have to take The Kings that. were better. Yeah. The Kings were better at home in the first two games. Yeah. Well, also, too, yeah. like, it's always a tactic. Like, and all the – like, Steve Kerr took a page out of, like, Phil Jackson's book, right? Like, he goes to the media and talks about, like, what Sabonis yeah. is doing and all that stuff. And, like, you saw tonight, like, Sabonis kind of got manhandled and didn't get the calls. Like, he was getting hit hard. Yeah, and there was a couple times where, like, they just didn't – They didn't give him, like, when he got raked across the arms or, like, when they stripped down. Yeah. Like, he didn't – he got those calls the first two games. He didn't get those calls today. Well, I also think that, like, that, I mean, like, we're just kind of talking about the game and everything, but, like, that set the tone because I feel like if, if Sabonis responded in, like, a very, like, aggressive way, like, that would have set the tone for the Kings. Like, all right, we're not backing down, but I felt like he was, like, he was soft. Like, it was, it was yeah. very obvious, like, that Looney was controlling this game and, like, hats off to Looney. He was it, it, very special tonight, but it was, like, what a great stat line. It was it was very impressive, but like if if Sabonis, I felt like was, I was like, man, he's like he's playing scared. Like he doesn't he doesn't want like you knew that that's the environment you were gonna get. You knew you were gonna get beat every time you got the <laughs> yeah. ball. You knew that they were gonna like be aggressive with you. But they saw what's going on. Like if you responded in like a way more aggressive manner, you were the aggressor. You didn't allow them to hit you first. I felt like the Kings would have backed it a lot more. I felt like there was yeah. no fight 
tonight. Like, like Fox was the only one really battling, and like I Keegan mean, Murray went into a shell, and then Stan Van Gunny just started wrecking him. Like I was, I had when I was driving, I had it, I had it on volume when I was in the car, and like yeah, that was first quarter, and he's like, Brian yeah, he missed, Anderson was on his head. He bro, he missed his first saying. two shots. He's struggling. <laughs> he's not ready Brian, for the moment. Brian <laughs> like, bro, Anderson was literally was literally in there going Keegan Murray visibly shook. <laughs> I was like, damn. Did you guys see what Mike Brown said at the end of the first quarter? No. No. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll play it. Wow. Oh, yeah, cool. Let's get it. Yeah, no, they, this, is, this is a good one. Yeah, so he he was calling out the refs. Like, uh, hmm. I don't know. Like, cool. I don't know. And, like, also, too, like, MB called for suspension of Draymond after, which like pissed a lot of Warriors fans off. But like the switch up about Mike Brown this like past week with Warriors fans, absolutely insane. Like people yeah. already hate that man now. I'm like, dude, he was literally an instrumental part of a championship last season. So, I don't hate Mike Brown. Yeah, there's well, it's funny I, I just because, like we get polarized Twitter views. Like you know what I mean? Like oh yeah, me and yeah, conversations we talk about with real real basketball fans. Like and not to this NBA Twitter, but we know how a lot of those people are. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like yeah, I Bro, saw even one, I don't remember what Warriors account it was, but it was like so. Are we all in agreement that we don't respect Mike Brown anymore? I was like, I mean, what do you you don't want him to fight for his team? Like what do you mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm yeah. like, bro, it was like me and Luke talked about earlier. It's like so – I think Twitter's hilarious, but, like, all the people, like, that were talking about the whole Draymond incident for the last three days is so annoying because, like, they were just detracting from, like, what the real story was. Is like, bro, look, Warriors just play better. Just play better. That's it. Like, just play better defense. Don't turn the ball over and, and like, make better decisions. Like – it had nothing to do with Draymond and all that stuff, but like yes. everybody wants to like make an opinion, like oh the refs are this or the NBA is this or whatever, blah blah blah. It's like, dog, like he he knew what he was getting in, like he knows who he is. Like you knew when you when that happened, like what was going to happen after that. And so the bottom like, the bottom line is, do you really think the NBA would rig a series where they could potentially get the Warriors versus the Lakers, which is probably going to be the most Huge <laughs> second round matchup of all time if it happens. Yeah, the like favorite Steph, Sacramento Kings Steph probably matchup. That I mean, well, it happened during the play in, but like in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Yeah, but like if a full series would literally do crazy rating numbers, it'd be it'd be insane. So I don't know, just the just the people like gain on and people who have even watched the NBA this year. Like I get if you're like if you're someone who religiously watches the league and like watches every team like sure you can make that take but the guys who literally casually watch like a game a week or like you know they watch like they watch only half the league play and then they're like making these like strong opinions it's crazy to me so i mean like you said like twitter like only probably represents i say 20 ish percent of a team's fan base if that and so i i think there are some you know interesting characters on twitter but at the same time too it's at the end of the day like twitter's not real life yeah um going more specific into tonight's game because like it's very fresh in my mind obviously but i think so i liked what you said how like there was people talking about the refs and stuff and like yeah i i i was like damn like obviously the refing is different but 
that's that's far from the reason why we lost. It, it, the shooting display that the Kings are putting on, not even just tonight, in the whole series is very, very, very poor. Now, and, and I don't know if we talked, me, Jared, and Tommy talked about this leading up to the series. I don't know if that's the haven't been in this environment before or not, not ready for the moment or whatever it is. And, w- like, basically – they responded in other ways. They didn't do those other ways tonight. Like they weren't yeah. first to the floor. They did not out rebound them. We lost the points in the paint battle. We lost the turnover. Lost the turnover we lost, battle, the, yeah. lost transition. Like we did not yeah, win. The turnover stats. battle. The Warriors are going to lose. Like what do you? Yeah. Like and, and those were two. The like, rebounds and points in the paint were two things that we dominated in games one and two. Like it was no contest. Like that was the reason why we were controlling the games. And like that was non-existent tonight. And yeah, it's, it's scary without Draymond being there. That that's when it happens. And, I don't. I don't understand. And I think, but no, yeah, but I think it actually yeah, worked in the Warriors' Malik favor. Came back down to earth. Uh-huh. No, don't do I, that because he's been he's been nice all season. Throw like he, yeah, he had good games, but like you're acting like he was some slouch. Like that's not what was going no, on. No, I think I never said he was a slouch, but that dude literally didn't miss a shot the first two games. I need him to miss some shots, and he did that tonight. I think what, tonight. yeah, I think the the other thing though is like even though Draymond was out, like the spacing is so much different when Jordan Poole starts. Well, and that's what we were saying like, before we yeah. recorded. Like, yeah, like it's just it's just different. Like the matchups are different. The matchups are tougher. Like, and that's just like you now you have four dudes you have to guard that can shoot. And that just kept the floor open. In the first, second quarter, the Warriors kept jacking up threes. But then, like, in that third quarter, when Kaminga came in and Moses Moody came in, they started, like, attacking closeouts and getting downhill. But the spacing yep. was the same because you only had one non-shooter on the floor. Yeah, well, I was like, you just oh. can't play – you can't play Draymond and Looney together. Like, you just – you got to stagger them. Yeah, and I think if they didn't if – if tonight didn't prove that, I don't know what will. So, like, they're just – Draymond is not – he's just not good enough offensively. And if you have Looney out there, he's going to do what he does. But the paint is going to be so clogged up. You're going to have an extra roamer defender. Like, you're living with Draymond Green shooting the basketball. Totally. Yeah, he might score, but you are living with that 10 times out of 10. Like, yeah, he hit, he hit, so he hit a couple in the first couple games. Yeah, yeah. And if he hits yeah. a couple, if he hits a couple, I think that's yeah. good for the Kings because then he's going to keep yeah, shooting. Exactly. Right. That's what I mean. Right. It's like fool's gold. Yeah, no, 100% is cool. You just got they have to stagger the bigs the rest of the series. Well, yeah, also, I'm sure they took something from tonight. Like they it, have to, like, me and Luke kind of talked about this a little bit too. Like, the like you said, the matchup for the Kane side was were terrible because you had to have Keegan guard yeah. Jordan Poole. Because obviously, HP's gonna guard Wiggins, Herder's gonna guard Clay, Fox is gonna guard Curry, and then Sabonis is gonna guard Looney. And so it's kind of like the odd man out with Keegan, and Keegan had to match up with Poole because obviously you're not going to put HB on him, and you could put Herder on him, but then you like you kind of you'd rather have uh, HP on Wiggins, and so it just was a weird lineup tonight. But also too like the Warriors closing lineup compared to the Kings two on Game two was interesting because they they rolled with GP two as like the fifth starter when Draymond got uh, kicked out of the game, but then the Kings counter they. What with Davion, Malik, Fox, uh, HB, and and Sabonis, and so they went small too, and so like the I just think it's interesting. Just I mean, obviously, it's not like he's done enough to earn the minutes, but Keegan, I don't know how many minutes he played tonight, but he played only like fourteen minutes in game two and game one, like the first two games, and I think he played like twenty-ish minutes tonight, but I think he averaged like twenty-nine minutes in the regular season, so. 
for him to get all these like less minutes is is pretty crazy. But like I get it. Like it's part of the the game plan. Like he can just not rape in the moment. Right. You can't. Now. You can't have him. You can't have him on the floor. If Jordan Poole's on the floor and he's giving you nothing offensively. Right. Like you have to like that. The 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 Warriors struggle when they play three guards when when people attack Poole. Like if if Murray's just roaming around there, getting called shook by the announcers, like. You're like the Warriors are going to be able to play that lineup all day long against that. Well, and Poole's not really a good defender at all, and so that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. And you have to hunting, punish him. They're they're hunting him on defense, and I don't know. Like with with Draymond out, like I just I'm just really curious how Game Four is going to be because when Draymond's obviously going to start, and so you're going to go back to the same lineup you had for Game Two, and obviously now you have Moses Moody who's playing pretty well. Like, are you going to put him mm-hmm. in the rotation? Are you going to put Kaminga? Like. Like, there's not enough minutes to go around for everyone, obviously. So, like, I'm just curious if Moses Moody gets extended minutes because he's earned it. But, like, also, too, like, my semi-hot take is, like, I, I like Steve Kerr as a person. I just don't think he's that good of a coach. Like, his his, his rotations are terribly mismanaged. Like, how are you not playing Kaminga and Moody, like, extended minutes throughout the regular season? Like, he'd rather play Anthony Lamb for 20 minutes than your, your former seventh overall pick, Kaminga, and I mean, also too with, with Moses Moody, like he looked really good tonight. Like he stepped up, and like you need to have that those young guys step up if you want to contend still going forward, especially with like you know the uncertainty about Draymond. And so I mean, who knows what's going to happen this off season? Because I think Clay is a free agent too, and like he was a bag. And Draymond obviously wants to get paid too. And like if who knows what happens like the rest of the way like if they lose the kings or if they they get eliminated they don't win the finals they win the finals like i think draymond's gone and i would be really surprised if he came back but also too like steph clearly wants him back because you know he will go back to bat for him and so like what do you do this offseason so i don't know it's a whole other topic for another day but i just i just thought i mean i I, like those are all good points cam but the problem was early in the season is that kamingo was struggling with like the rotations on defense and That's when they still had James Wiseman, and and he was also getting stuck in a position where they were trying to get him to play the three, and like that wasn't working. No, so, he's a four. He's yeah, he's a four. four, and really he played small ball five today. So it's like yeah, um, that's a, I don't know the Moody situation, but Moody should definitely play more. But um, yeah, now it's well, like he's locked in. He's good, man. Yeah, now it's, he, it's about he the did really well. He did really well. Like, I, I want I want the Kings to draft Moody in 2021. Like I I thought they should take him, or I I was pretty convinced that they should take him. Then they obviously took Tavion, but it worked out. But yeah, Moses Moody, good player, and I I want the Kings to draft him a few years ago. Um, yeah, it's interesting the point you bring up about Draymond because I was thinking this during the game too. So, like, let's say this this series shifts a little bit, and Draymond, because of the way tonight went, he doesn't play as much, and the Warriors are successful because of it, right? You add that on top of to this suspension stuff, and, like, me and Tommy have talked about this. It's his contract year. Like, this can't look good. This is the way he started the year. This could be the way he finishes the year. Then you add that on top of his team being more successful without him in. How bad do you think that hurts him going into this contract stuff like I feel like it, it might tarnish him a little bit like obviously it's still Draymond Green he has a, a championship resume but like I don't know it definitely hurts him I just think we still know what he can do defensively and like obviously I watch like every game like he is still more than capable of absolutely wrecking a game defensively at this stage in his career and I mean it's 
it's just like if if they do lose to the Kings and Draymond comes back and they continue to play poorly, like when they when they were with him or not finishing games strong, like it's hard. It's going to be a lot of a lot of tough questions and conversations to be had because if he really wants a bag, I don't I don't know if you can give it to him. I, I have a his take. Career. I have a take. Just I'm telling you. I, I'm telling you, I know where Draymond's going if he doesn't go back to the Warriors. To Lakers. Yeah, Lakers. He wants to go over there with his with his big bro LeBron. What are we talking yeah. about? Yeah. He go to Lakers. I feel like I it's, feel like that's yeah. Like, I, yeah. And it's there, funny. Like, I mean, I think I think realistically, he's probably gone if they are anything less than another Finals appearance. Yeah. I mean, there was also chatter like about the Kings, but that's not happening now. No, nah, hell no. I'm hope I hope not though. I don't want I don't I don't want him to let him go, but he Draymond is outspoken and Draymond is stubborn. So he's gonna do what he if he if he can get a bag elsewhere, he might do it. Hey, he's just, just like he just like us. He's probably podding right now. He probably but is. But also the other thing the other thing though is like he's a really smart basketball mind and he knows that he can't play with LeBron. Yeah. Like him, A D and LeBron, like yeah, fit. like it's a bad fit. I don't think that'll work, but like I don't know I mean, why you would leave Steph. I I just I would never I would never want to leave that. I mean, yeah, but if you feel like you're oh, like if you feel like you're just as valuable in a different way, like you're gonna like they already gave Clay and just like Cam Clay already signed his extension, so he got like 170. So yeah. it's like he's not bro. He's if they like they gave Jordan Poole 140, like he's not taking less than that, or he doesn't think he should take less than that. Yeah, definitely not. You know, so it's like I just uh, can the kid I don't even know if they can pull it off with the new the new CBA and the money. Like I literally don't think it can, is possible. I just don't I just don't know how much longer they want to just deal with all this other stuff. Right. Very true. That's what I'm wondering too. Well, I mean the start of the season, yeah, all that around it and when he like y'all remember when he dropped like a little mini documentary when he was like oh. away from the team? After punching pool and then this, I mean, it's just especially he, if they. It's he a bad loves look. to. It's a bad he, look, man. I mean, he loves like to stir it up. Like I, I'm he sure does, he's aware that's why of what he does. He's and, like, yeah, I mean, take take the emotion out of it. Like I'm sure he he's understanding what he like. You gotta you gotta think he has people in this corner that are like coaching him in some way for like these yeah. PR stuff. But like. But, he loves the theatrics, man. Like I'm sure this this free agency is gonna be a, a LeBron type. Oh, Kevin Herter. That's what I'm saying. We need Kayvon. <laughs> like we need that he's, Kevin. He's, he's playing. He's playing like Kevin right now. They need play four, bro. Bro, he Kevin bro, don't even, bro. I was so frustrated watching, bro. Everyone is missing so many shots, bro. See, and that's what so... I wanted to say. That's what I want to say. I hope, I hope people don't. Like yeah, the Warriors, whatever they're better offensively without Draymond. Like we, it, it's a little fool's gold tonight. Like the Kings shot this was horrible. Like it wasn't like the, yeah, the Warriors played good defense. I thought I thought they guarded tonight better than they had. But I think I think the but defense... you still need Draymond out there. Like you still yeah. have to have him out there. And the Kings aren't going to shoot that bad again. So well, I think so. I think it was it was it was a result of two things. I think one, the Kings overall, kind of what I was alluding to in the beginning. I feel like. They almost came into this game with like not necessarily maybe not a feeling, but like put off the gas. Put off the gas, like this, like almost as this was where the we haven't been here before situation came in. Like 
you can't go into this game thinking that the Warriors are going to roll over. Like, this this is a championship caliber organization. Like, they've been doing it for years. Like, you can't think that they're going to just hand this one over. Obviously. That's a great point because, like, they definitely look like they were, like, somewhat checked out in the first right. half. Which, which like, when, again, and when they found out GP win. wasn't playing too, they probably thought yeah, exactly. it was a little sweet. Like, you know, exactly. Well, I don't like, I don't want to, I don't want to say it was like that much, like, you know, when, that drastic, when, but like, like you they said, were very lackadaisical. Off- they were like, it was like the, it's like the roles reverse between game one and two or two and three. Like, game one was intense on both sides and like could have gone either way. Game two, the Warriors fumbled and game three, the Kings fumbled. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I also think, like, too, like, as cliche as it sounds, I think it's playing on the road, too. Like, yeah. they have the emotional edge of being not at home, like, with the fans and, and stuff. So, I think... Yeah. Well, yeah, your, role, your role players are always going to play worse on the road. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, they're going to, like, Monk is going to shoot worse. Keegan's going to shoot worse. Like, those guys just aren't going to play as well. Like, Fox was really getting to it, though. He was fighting, like... For Fox sure. has played like that. Fox is yeah. so tough. No, he's tough. Yeah. When, did, you know, I'm so when did Fox him. get a burner like this, bro? He's broke. He doesn't miss. Watch, like Kings, bro. Watch the Kings, bro. Okay, okay but Fox, he was hitting. He would, bro. Fox he hit a, yeah. bro. He stomp step, toe tap back to like a three. It's confidence. It's confidence. I know. Yeah, I'm not, is, we're not hating honest, on him. Honest question right now. Like, this is like, I'm being like dead serious. I know where this is going. And Tom knows where this is going as well. I think I do too. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm about to ask you guys. Who's a better player right now? <laughs> yeah. Garen or Jaw? Oh, like right now. Yeah. Oh, I, wait. Uh, I think you spelled Deeran incorrectly. I think you meant to spell it S-H-A-I. We're not talking about bro right now. He's not playing. Hey, anymore, no. So I'm not worried about him. Who, who <laughs> he's like, not better. He's not this. playing. Dude, Darren is playing. Darren is playing better basketball right now. You can't argue. Like, I don't think he's, he's playing better. This is what he's been doing all year. But yeah, I, like, it's just, just on like, a national scale. It's for people. I, I who just are think, now... you know. You know what I think? Like, okay, Cam, to answer your question, and then I'll let them, because my answer is simple. I think the the wow factor that Ja brings gases his game up. Yep. More. Yeah. Tommy and I not, to, about not, not to say he's not good. He is very, very, very good. His I pace is good. His floater is good. But like, he makes the craziest, most athletic, freakishly plays you ever see. And so it's like, people are like, oh man, that John Morant is, you know, this, this, and this. But like, it's not like he's putting up those Fox type numbers in the playoff games. Right. Yeah. That's Fox, leading to winning. So we'll see. Fox I mean, is Fox touched. is still young, but. His touch is crazy. Like, yeah, he, not only that, Lotus, but on his mid range free too. throw, like, oh, he shoots an eight foot. He might have the best eight foot floater. And, and like, so, like, can we talk about his mid range too? The amount of front rim backboards he gets, like, yeah, his touch is just touch. beautiful. Well, I think like, he's just, a, and and he's he's much better. Like, Ja, Ja might have a better floater. I don't know. Fox is right there with him. They're probably equal on that. Like, but. But once the the farther you step out, the better De'Aaron gets. Like, and especially that mid range, like Jaws mid range, Jaws mid range isn't a layup like that. Like De'Aaron's mid range, you really can't you can't get that up because it is cash every single time. It don't yeah. matter. And like, and his, these his are like biggest... Wiggins like contested mid range too, and he's still getting them mm-hmm. off at a high clip. Yeah, well, I think Fox's biggest knock come of the year was his three point shooting. He's definitely improved that like by a few percentage points, so that's been good to see. 
I don't know. Like, but, I, but he doesn't hey, even I, have to shoot threes. That's the dope part. Is like he doesn't oh, have to shoot threes. So he's like, too fast. Like, he's way too fast. Like he's he just gets it. He fall. just gets. He just gets below the free throw line. He gets to twelve feet, and like like Luke and Tom said, it's like a layup. Jared, well, can I also that, say that's, I that's pose the other thing? Jared, after this, All right. that's the other thing I've been so impressed with with the Kings is it. It doesn't matter if you score or if you don't like. That ball is out and boxes at the opposite yeah. three-point line in, in a second and a half. We were watching the game tonight, and I'm like, bro, they just scored, and Fox is already at the free-throw line shooting a Bro, play. Steph hit Steph hit a tough-ass rager, and then Fox comes down the left side, left side, and then yeah. in and out, push cross, fucking hit one. That yeah. clip right of Mike Brown turning on the Jets at the beginning yeah, of the year, really, yeah, they – like it's impressive how they how they are able to do that all game. Well, with like four minutes left when Steph hit that crazy corner three, and then Fox literally within ten seconds answered him with a three of his own. He did Just that like, like three times. Game. Yeah, like the the shot making game one was incredible. Like it was. Yeah. Like, the thing is, the Warriors would. The reason why the Kings won is because the Warriors would throw a punch and the Kings would throw a punch right back. And yeah. in game two, they really kind of finished them. Like when Davion hit that three to go up by nine with like a minute and a half left, like the game was over. But like tonight, the Warriors literally punched first and they kept punching. Like they never were down. They never yeah. tripped. So they just completely outplayed them. So I responded like champions. Um, yeah. What's, oh, what's up, Luke? You had a question. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Tommy and I were talking about this. <laughs> so let's say you're playing against the Kings. Your matchup is De'Aaron Fox. How, where are you guarding him at? <laughs> like, how far off or how, like, where, where, as a defender, where are you attacking? Yeah. It's no ball screen. I'm talking just one-on-one. Oh, one-on-one? Yeah, yeah. You're um, not, you don't have to fight over a ball screen. So, what I would do is I would, I'm I would probably, line. no, <laughs> no, I, I would, I would, like, force him to the left side. I would, like, try to push him left. He's and then left. I, yeah, I would try to push him left and push him towards the outside of the elbow. Like I would just try to beat him to the elbow. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, you're not beating him anywhere. Though. Yeah, I no, mean, no. I'm, I'm, you asked like you asked me as if are you talking? We're not talking about obviously me the basketball player. No, we're talking you. about me I'm as an you. NBA player. No, 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 no. I'm saying you. Oh, me like right now? <laughs> you, you, you can even say you and your playing days. I'm oh, t- I'm saying I'm talking Jared Waters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I might be standing at the halo waiting to take a charge. Bro, I said the free throw line. I'm like, yeah, bro. Um, I might be like, hey, man, like this is my best chance. If you take off, it's either going to go one way or the other. Either I'm going to get killed and get dunked on or I'm going to get the call. Okay, but the thing is I, I just want to add something just real quick about the whole Jod Fox and then we can move on. Oh, no, I have another piece too. No, the thing is, is Fox like made those athletic plays like – during his rookie year, his first year, second year, and then there was like a stretch where he didn't really. I mean, he dunked, but like it wasn't like crazy dunks. Like there's, he's had a few this year. Like the one, uh, it was on um, Big Go. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, two hand, two handed, yeah, two hand over the top. Yeah, yeah. The the Olympic one was crazy. Yeah, the Olympic one was crazy because he bodied him first, and then he went up and and dunked it, and then. Uh, the one on Big O, like he just went up one hand and just dunked on him. Mm-hmm. The funny part is that like, the crowd reaction was so delayed because people didn't realize he like dunked on him like that. So, but you know, to, to, athletic, but he's not Ja. He's not Ja. No, no, no. no, no but no. uh, to Luke, to in all seriousness, like to to I was gonna say one other thing after we were kidding around is like I'm gonna try to keep him left because that way he can't pivot back to like to his like his fadeaway. Right. 
right? Like if I, if I let them go, right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to keep up. Right. So it's like, he's, if I overrun it, he's going to spin off me or he's going to pivot away. And he's that's cash. If I keep him left, at least I can like sit on the floater. And then if he sidesteps, I'll close the space. Yeah. But like that, I'm not going to, if he goes right, he's going to pivot back or he's going to spin. Well, and so that's the thing. So I think, and I've obviously, I've watched a lot more Fox than I have jaw, but I think that's a big difference. And you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, But I feel like, yes, jaw is more athletic and more explosive, but I don't think the gap is as different as I think Fox knows how to control it a lot better. Like you've seen jaw coming down the lane, just trying to punch people every single time. But I feel like Fox can get to that second level and then slow down. And now I'm going to make you pay in a different, like, that's what I like. Fox is cool with shooting mid ranges where Jaw's not really trying to do that. He's trying to do that. Floater, which is cool. Floater or a he's trying to boom people. <laughs> well, and Fox can hang at the rim too. Like, like when he goes up and like he'll just he'll shoot like yeah. a little just close shot. Like he's not trying to dunk every single time. Like there's like multiple occasions where yeah, he gets to slow down. He does the Luca. Yeah. He's got a nice Euro. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you've been seeing the crazy Euros he's been doing. Where he, yeah, yeah he, Euros back. Super 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 the one against the Wizards would, was crazy. Yeah. If, you, if, if you don't watch what I'm talking about, the one against yeah. the Wizards. Oh, yeah, yeah my name is Microscope one day on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, I got you. You figure <laughs> out a name, you figure out a name yeah. for it. Yeah, I was just going to say, what do we call that? The Fox Step. That's what you can call it, the Fox Step. The Fox Trot. That's nice. I like that. I like that a lot. That's ours. All right, so any any closing thoughts on on Kings Warriors? Uh, we can talk about Game Four predictions actually, and then I and then I know we want to talk about a little bit what else happened. Uh, I I think um, this is like, I don't think people should overreact. I think this is pretty normal. Like, Thank you. if if we talk about it, like the Kings, it, it was awesome. They won the first two games. The Warriors could have easily stole the first game. They didn't, and they got their heads cracked. Second game. They just like if they win to like the next game, then it's just it's a three game series. series. Yeah, and the Warriors are gonna have to win. Like the Kings don't have to win on the road. Kings can just win all four home games. So it's yeah. like it's up to the Warriors at this point. Like they have to win on the road. So that's their yeah. it's their it's their series to win or lose. Really, that's kind of that's kind of what. So like some of my Kings fans friends like were panicking after tonight, which I get it. Like it, it was awfully ugly tonight, but that's kind of what I was saying. I was like, we defended home court, and so we have the luxury of having an off night like this. Like, yeah, and it's not like soccer where it's aggregate. Like you, you know lost I mean? the like, game, you lost. You, the you game. turn the page, you go, you go get on the gun. You know, you get some shots up, <laughs> and then like you know what I mean. We 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 attack game four. Um, I think I think a coaching adjustment has to happen with Keegan. I do. Um, he saw a couple fall in, in garbage time, but like. It'll be know. interesting to see what Steve does. If Steve keeps Jordan in the starting lineup, I mean, it'll you have to. I think you start. And I mean, we talked about it before. I feel like Davion or or Malik has to start. I feel like Davion would be the better. Side I would start Davion so you're defensive minded, and, and yeah. Malik can still give you pop off the bench, and you yeah. could bring Keegan in off the bench. Do you so. bench Lou, does Steve bench Loon? Like I just don't. No. No, yeah, I'm benching. I'm I'm not bringing Draymond. I'm bringing Draymond yeah. off the bench. There's no way they bench Draymond. There's no way. I'm just telling you what I would do. No, no, I no, I no, I, I agree. Um, I I have a hot take because I'm yeah, young. Let's go. Uh, here it I is. I like it. Whoever wins Game Four is winning the series. I'll say that. I'm not mad at it. Interesting. Because well, let, 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 let me think... back up. Let, let me back up my my claim. I'll I'll tell you why. Okay. From a Kane's perspective, if you win game four, you're up 3-1. You have 
you have three chances to win one game. The Warriors, if you tied up at 2-2, you get a sense of confidence. If you're able to steal game five in Sacramento, go up 3-2, you have game six at home in a winner goal or a win game or win and move on game, and the Kings are on the brink of elimination. And at that point, they would had won three in a row and they'd have all the momentum in the world. And so I, I think really who wins game four is gonna is gonna win the series. That's my but opinion. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at I'm not mad at that. I think my as an as an optimistic Kings fan, I think the seal's gonna break at one point. Like we've been talking about the shooting numbers from the first three games. Uh like I think I think an extremely explosive offensive game is coming out of Sacramento. I would love it to be game four. I truly would. Um I think it's more plausible for it to happen in Sacramento. So if that's game five, cool, but like I would love for them to just like we're, we're like shoot the ball at the percentages that they have. I'm not even asking for them to do something crazy, but like I think if we shoot the ball that we're supposed to, we're putting up 130. Like I think that's the t- the pace that these teams are playing at in this series. That's 130 plus points. That's hard to compete with. So I think I hope that's game four that they just you know they finally find the the bottom of the net because I, I it'll be tough to stop at that point. And also yeah, the Warriors not... only scored 114, which is like the Kings defense is playing decent. Like, I mean, both teams aren't really nah, making guarding. Much they're playing more than decent. They're guarding yeah. really well. I think that's what's surprising a lot of people. Yeah. I said that to someone the other day. I don't remember if it was Luke or not. I don't but... think it was. Well, I think we talked about they're it. Guarding. Yeah. I don't know. 114 is still a lot of points, though. <laughs> Yeah, but what are the Warriors? Not for average? sure, but like what? I mean, the the Kings were number one in the, in the league, and they averaged one twenty. That's what I'm saying. Though. I mean, Kings, so we, the Warriors right average, behind them. I know, but the Warriors right behind them at one eighteen. So it's like, so we hold, hold them. Like, you're right. Of, you're right about average. Yeah, but if we play our offense to the to the what we put up, then yeah. that's what I I'm think, saying. I think I think we're gonna get. I think the Warriors are gonna continue to defend home court. I think they're gonna tie the series up after Game Four. And I think we're gonna get another game one ish game in game five yeah. where it's gonna where it's gonna go both teams are gonna be locked in and it it can go either way. I think that's what's gonna happen in game five. And it's gonna come down to executing. I mean the Kings just executed better game one. If Wiggins hits that corner three, it's probably two one Warriors right now. Like I think that's what's gonna happen in game five. I think it's gonna come down to the wire. It's gonna be a battle. Atmosphere is gonna be crazy and it's not gonna decide the series in my opinion, but it's gonna be pivotal. <laughs> The the atmosphere the the crowds played a role in at, at both arenas at this point so yeah Chase was lit tonight it wasn't no it was it the thing was. that bothers me the thing that bothers me about about Chase is they don't they don't rep the shirts like they did at Oracle like Sacramento had a sea of white yeah. in the shirts the first games like the the Chase the, the Chase fans for some reason like most of them a lot of them wear them but like it's not the They're sea not. of yellow it's not the sea of yellow oh. like it was at Oracle every every playoff game. Most of the people that go to those games don't even watch real basketball. On a That's what I'm basis. saying. They're That's going for saying. because it's a cool thing to do on a Thursday night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, like, but I'm they were still loud, so I give them I give them the prop. But like, no, they were. I just they wish were, they were heard tonight. Yeah. That's why. That's um, what I think is gonna happen. I think yeah. it's gonna be two 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 going back to sack. It's gonna be a high level of game five. I bet the I bet the NBA wants it to to be two two like they this yeah. is like this is now like we predicted this it's very clearly this is a series that everyone wants to be watching like, yeah because the other ones are bad crazy. bad bump bad bump. Yeah. And honestly, we talk like, about like like, and honestly, like the last two games the last two games of this this hasn't been great basketball either 
but I it's mean, an, it, entertaining to it's watch. It's compelling, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. compelling sure. to watch. It's for like, sure, but like, like 18, 18 turnovers in the first quarter of game two, like that was horrible. Like, I don't want to keep bagging on the Sixers and Brooklyn series, but like, bro, can we just end that now? Because like, that was, it, I mean, that was comedy, bro. This guy, this is like Nick Claxton stepped over Dwell and then <laughs> James Harden punched oh, Royce O'Neal in the nuts. Yeah, there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. Are we ready? Are we ready? We moving on? Let's wrap it up. The Kings up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. That was it. Um, All right, moving uh, on. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good segue into to the other. Come on, Tom. So, um, Jared didn't give a prediction. That's why I didn't. I wanted to hear if he had one or not. His was more of an analysis, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah, he likes to be the okay. resident analyst and analyst yeah. in here. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know. What yeah, I mean. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, no, I agree. I think I, I. So I watched obviously gearing up for this game. I was watching the fourth, and I think Maxie like it was exciting the way he closed the game and stuff. But it's just like I don't know. It doesn't have the same. And yeah, I'm obviously Kings fan and everything, but it, it doesn't have the same bite to it. Like I'm not. I'm just not drawn in. Like it's just yeah, like, cool. And and like it. Looking at like what happened yesterday. Was it? Yeah, yesterday. Like everybody's freaking out. Giannis not playing, and then the like, Bucks just oh my good rained man. on them. Yeah. Like rained, like literally. That like, was tied the record. Twenty-one threes for three quarters. It's fucking crazy. Oh, sorry. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like <laughs> hey, it, it was it was like it everybody was eats out there. This guy Joe Ingles hit five. Joe Pat Conte hit six. Bag. Grayson Allen hit a couple. Like, bro, bro Bobby Portis was hitting. Bobby, yeah, man. Like, Shout bro, out to the first like, episode. oh, it's just like, oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> it's just like oh, I, I was just like laughing because it's like, oh, this might be interesting. Oh wait, never mind. Well, I mean, I there was people reacting to the. I don't, I don't remember who made the take, but they were saying uh, the loss of Tyler Hero was worse to the Heat than the loss of Giannis was to the Bucks, and I was like, I completely agree. Like, it sounds crazy just the way it's worded. Like, he he, he they need him more than the they Bucks need him need, way more yeah. than the Bucks need Giannis. Like, to win so, yeah, the Bucks yeah. are the Bucks are number one seed in the East. Like, they got they got dudes. Yeah, it's and it's uh yeah. That Duncan one... Robinson just isn't giving what Tyler Hero is giving. Yeah, I mean he's. Unfortunately, it's not the same anymore. Celtics, uh, Celtics Sixers gonna feed families. Though I'll say that <laughs> that, be, that could be a, that could be a spicy one. For sure. There's gonna be some really good matchups second round. I mean, whoever wins this series is probably gonna play the Lakers, Grizzlies, Suns are probably gonna play the Nuggets, and then in the East, Bucks would play. Oh yeah, Kawhi didn't uh, play tonight, huh? That's why they lost. Yeah, well, yeah but, uh, that's why Norman Powell was. <laughs> Bonkers. Uh, the, yeah. the the thing that I don't know if it's just me, but the east the east just doesn't move my needle as much as the west does, and I don't know I why. Like, I don't, we talked about that before, you. yeah. We yeah. did, yeah. I just it, I don't get it. It's, it's so but weird. I also do think whoever comes out the east is going to be the favorite. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Which sucks, yeah, but it's but... just like these Western Conference matchups are just so much better, so much more fun. Well, even Besides the Denver Jerry, series, that Denver series is boring. Well, no, it's funny because the game last night, I texted Jared when Temper looked like they were about to boat race them, and then out of nowhere, here come the two. Yeah, Anthony, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Edwards is crazy. Anthony okay, but I will say this. I think the Rudy Gobert is just so annoying. The top oh, of the God. East, the top of the East is better than the top of the West, but the bomb of the West is better than the bomb of the East. I think yeah, that's easily. Why, yeah, that's why the matchups are better. Bro, I saw a stat today since we've been talking about it. So. 
I don't know how they stat this, but so last night, so Jamal had 40, right? Or 41 or whatever he had. Right. He had 20 points against Gobert's drop coverage mm. in the pick and roll. He had half his you points can't against play him. But like, that's what I'm like, bro. Like, after he hits like three jumpers, like, why are you still in drop? Like, you let this man go for 20 just off man. one coverage. <laughs> drop coverage, drop coverage makes me so angry. Yeah. Unless people play it on Steph Curry, I get really happy. But yeah, but from, like he, I, I get where it, he yeah. comes from. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know the East. Like, I, I the Cavs Knicks series should be good, but I mean the yeah, Knicks were down twenty at halftime the other day. Yeah, I, I think. And then Julius Randall gets Randall gets hurt in garbage time. What are you doing out there? Tom Tom Thibodeau is just notoriously bad for playing. Players and blowouts. Where Why he is he still in the game doing that? Mm, but I mean, they, but they, I, the I just Knicks hope they can. The Knicks did their job, though. They got the road split. Like, yeah, but yeah, they, they got blown. But again. yeah, I think it might yeah. be, that might be their only win, honestly. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. the Cavs. I mean, the Cavs are they're the good defensively. Nice. Yeah, I just hope. Good. That's what I'm saying. We talked about last time. I really hope that they can push like Milwaukee next round. Well, the way that yeah, DJ played the game too was he was he was special. He was that might be the only series that I'm interested in. Like even the Boston Milwaukee series, like we've seen it so many times. It's like yeah. we've seen it every year. Though. Like okay, three, like Al Horford's gonna guard Giannis, and he's gonna struggle in the beginning, and then he's gonna figure it out. And Jason Tatum's gonna cook, and then he's gonna start shooting crazy step backs, and then Jay- Jalen Brown's gonna be like, "Oh, crazy step backs! I'm right there for that." <laughs> and, they, and then they go down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't hear so so consensus here, West reigns supreme. Tommy and I manifested the greatest first round matchup we're seeing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's not. I, much I really, I really hope. I'm well, enjoying okay, Lakers have, Grizzlies though. I'm enjoying. I have Lakers one other Grizzlies. thing though about okay. That's I was gonna go there. So, why do you think Anthony Davis is so up and down? Man. Because that was a really a, like such a good question. Because mediocre up, stat line. When he's up. He is so top five. Good. Top five. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he's up, he's it. top five, bro. It's not it like it's seems, not even it, up for it, debate. Yeah. Uh, he might be top three, top two. Like he's yeah. that that bubble run. Like yeah. I, I solely believe the reason the Warriors drafted James Wiseman was because they saw what Anthony Davis did in the bubble, and they're like, we have to go get this. Like we have to go have someone that can that can match that, and then AD just has not been the same since. No, but I don't I, like injuries. But like, I just feel like he doesn't come locked in every night. But he's the foot on the gas thing too. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like he feels like sometimes he can coast, and like you see that in the way he plays. Like he'll settle for bad jumpers a lot. Like especially when yeah. he has mismatches and stuff. Like it feels like I don't know. Like there's no when like, he when he's like ripping when he's facing up the elbows and ripping and going and spinning and like trying to get to the rim. Like he's so good with his size. And he's, early, there's yeah. no reason he doesn't get to the rim at like at, yeah. that ease every single time. And then he's probably the best defender in the world, right? When he when he's getting going on offense like that, because then he's just beating everything up at the rim, and his switchability is yeah. crazy. Like, no, it's an interesting play. thing. He just plays how he should. Yeah, they're, they're that's because like they should they is... should win that series, and they yeah, looked really good in the first game, and then the second game they just laid an egg. So maybe it's the same thing. We're like, oh, we stole one on the road. We're yeah, on chill mode. Yeah. yeah, like let's just there take it back. Argument. 
That was my argument, though, the other day that the Grizzlies sometimes play a little better without Jaw. No, you did say that. You, they you've been the saying you, it's well documented. They the they yeah, they're, they start, the their starting they lineup, guard. their entire starting lineup was in double figures. And Tyus is a really good backup. That's He's what I was just going to say. I was just going to say that. I saw someone talking on Twitter the other day. It's like Tyus Jones is just so perfect. Such a perfect point guard for what the Grizzlies want to do when Jaws not yeah. on the floor. Like he doesn't turn the ball over ever and he is very efficient. Yeah. So like when Desmond Bain, when Desmond Bain can get going and then Jaron Jackson and freaking Xavier Tillman had like twenty five last night, like they're good. Yeah. Yeah. But I still think the Lakers I still think the Lakers are probably gonna I think LeBron is gonna overpower them. But Yeah. He needs to stop letting Austin Reeves cook and just take over the series. I'm all for Austin Reeves cooking, though. He is I, cooking. I like I said really six before the series started, just because the Lakers really didn't move me in the plan. But also, they too, did look bad. They looked bad. Their their like roster construction, like at the post trade deadline, is incredible. Like they got mm-hmm. everything they needed. They have um Vanderbilt, who literally is a defender who you can put on John Morant, which is absolutely insane like if the he kings did. would have got a guy like that it, it would have been incredible and then Rui's played really well the first two yeah, games he, yeah, he, he careered game one and then yeah then reeves has been good too so like their whole like their roster construction has gotten a lot better i mean if they have rust still and they don't make moves like d has been on and off beasley's been on and off but like the moves they made literally made them playoff team I strongly believe that. If they don't make the moves, it rest looks way better out of there. Yeah, I agree. Like, I yeah. mean, he, he playing with LeBron is tough, man. Playing with, that's probably what happens to AD spotlight. sometimes. Yeah, it's just playing with LeBron is hard. Yeah, he, he just commands he like and controls the game player. so much. It's it's good to see him playing like that with the Clippers. Yeah, because like I, yeah, the, the, the rest, like the rest hate the rest hate is so bad. I like hate I hate it. Corny, it. Yeah. It's not fair. Did, did you see the video with uh with uh him fan. and that fan? Tommy, yeah. I, yeah. I, Tommy, did I send you the 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 um the quote tweet of like what someone said? I he's think like, you did. Yeah, about how like he thought he's like I thought Russ was in the guy's living room. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was weird. That was weird. <laughs> Cause it looked like, uh, I, it, like I'm like, how did he get in there? So I, like, what it is is like, so to get to the visitors' locker room, the way they did the back. new, yeah, well, the okay, shut up. The way they did the new <laughs> arena there is that the way you can get the the that's the shortcut to get to the locker room, and there's like a, a fans like area, kind of like at at Golden One where like you can yeah, stand yeah. out and like yeah. sh- like high five the players as they come out of the the locker room. Like same thing. So it's like if you walk through, you can walk. A lot of guys walk through there, but yeah. you run the risk of that, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Which is like I don't know why they des- the designing is terrible. I saw a quote of yeah. it where it was like, um, it, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was like about time that Russ steps to one of you guys. He's like, one of you get one of you Russ haters deserves a punch one of these times and stuff That's like fact, that. Bro. Right? I don't. I don't. He gets. Really. He gets so much hate, bro. Yeah. Like I don't. Uh, I don't run up in the uh in the print room when Cam's in there writing a story and start dogging Cam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, maybe I, maybe I, I need it sometimes. I, I don't run up in there like, like you're Close not gonna run in. You, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not you're not gonna run up into a tech company and just like start 
getting on guys for their coding, yeah, like well, <laughs> calling them out of their well, names and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's, that's, pretty good. Good. that's a good take. That's a really good take there, Jared. Yeah, I thanks, like, man. I like, that. I like that, Jared. That's why hey, I've come to the, the determination that when fans are like that, instead of banning them or kicking them out of arena, they should make there should be an octagon in the bottom yeah, of every arena. Throw them in the octagon with the player yeah, after the game. Now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still talking like that, that'd be pretty funny. That, that, that. We could we, yeah, we could get a couple. We got we got we got four people in motion here with that. We could get it going. You know. Yeah. What? Start Just somewhere. Put, put the octagon in the bottom. Throw them in there. Lock them in there. Three minutes. See what happens. They'd yeah. be dead. Uh, all right, fellas, are we ready for uh, starting five time here? I yeah. want to. I want to go first because I. I, I right. think I went, I went last last time. And yeah, we've changed the format since then. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. kick it to Jared to introduce. It was a Jared okay, starting yeah, five. Uh, I think it's yes. good for, for the, the the temperature of the NBA right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> starting five is uh, starting five all time NBA goons. And our definition of a goon is someone who causes friction, picks fights, gets teed up, talks trash, and typically, not always, but typically someone that isn't out there to purely play basketball or is very good at playing basketball. Not always. Some guys can do both, but you got to have those those guys that uh, can just, you know, be enforcers and, you know, protect the stars. And so, yeah, we want to give those guys their shine. While we're in this, uh, like Luke said, the temperature of the league right now. All right, Cameron. So, Cam, go ahead, man. We always take it to the guests now. I feel like mine is really good. Okay. Okay. So, at the the point, I got Grayson Allen. Wow. At the the two, I got everyone's favorite shooting guard in America, Dylan Brooks. At the three, I got Ron Artest. Yeah, yeah. At the four, I got Sacramento's favorite NBA player, Draymond Green. Mm. And then at the five, I got Dennis Rodman. Okay. So. Right. Quick rundown for the kid there. Um, I like it. Any any problems, uh, you two? With, with his no. List? Good list, man. Good list, good list. Um, I got washed in the snacks one, which we all kind of anticipated. Jared, good dub. So, I don't know if you want to go or if you want to go last, as per usual. But, uh, um. Uh... I'll wait. I'll let you guys go because I gotta make some audibles here. All right, I can, those I were can good. Those, those were good. Cool those there. are good picks. Cam. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I I came up with it literally twenty minutes ago, and I I, okay. I was trying yeah. to figure yeah, out. You don't like, leak that. Yeah, yeah, you don't got yet. Yeah, now, now. <laughs> um, Tom, you cool if I roll here? Go ahead, man. All right, so I tried to I tried to not take you know the the household names that would be taken in this draft here, so. At the one, um, you know, there's an iconic dance that people do in history when you hit a big shot down the stretch. You know, you kind of you kind of hang your arms down by where you know your male parts might be, and you do a little 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 swivel. Sam Cassell at the one, uh, he okay. he was he was one of the wow. originators of that dance right there. So I got Sam Cassell at the one, at the two. Um, you know, we talk about people, you know who can bring both be be the goon as well as the player. And I think this person embodies that. Um one of the greatest trash talkers of all time. Give me Reggie Miller at the two. Uh, I think a notorious trash talker. Uh, very well documented. At the three, I had to do runner test as well. Not Metal World Peace. We got runner test at the three. I think mm-hmm. I think that's an easy one. Um at the four, I think this is another easy one. 
Um, I'm surprised that Cam didn't take it. He he went more with the modern round, going with ball don't lie, Rasheed Wallace. Ooh. Again, like I think I think you got to. And then at the five, um, this I one might be a little, my bad. Uh, at the five, uh, I think this one might be a little questionable, but a very polarizing Kings player. Uh, people either loved him or people either hated him. I got Demarcus Cousins at the five. Um, it's getting ridiculous. Demarcus Cousins, he led the league Marcus in technicals uh, multiple times while he was in Sacramento. So I got DMC at the five. I think a D cut. That's a good good list, Lee. Good list. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. James, you ready? Uh, if Jared wants to go, Jared can go. Just so he, uh, so he doesn't get anybody else taken. No, you can go if you have yours. That's all good, man. All right. Uh, Someone step up. At the point guard. This guy, you know, real fiery. Never backs down from a fight. Doesn't matter how much bigger they are than him. Um, played on some pretty good teams. But uh, give me Steve Blake point. Wow, that's a great pick. Wow, Steve Blake at the point. Now, number two, this would probably – at the shooting guard, this would probably be my dirtiest player of all time. He is actually one of the worst. And you can ask anybody that played when he played. They probably would agree. Um, he would kick people. Hmm. So give me Bruce, Bruce Bowen. Bruce <laughs> I was going to say Draymond already got taken. So. Oh, no. Bruce Bowen, yeah. Now, this one is very interesting. Okay, This is this is the heart and soul of my team. This is my best player. Um, this is the one that's going to lead me to the title. Three-time MVP. Uh, give me Larry Bird. Yeah. Small forward. Like, I like because the trash talk and – Punched Julius Irving, Dr. J. Got in a fight with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and threw uh, another famous player on the ground. Yeah. So, yeah. If he can back got it up, a, he can back it up. Got a good resume there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, at his power forward. This guy is also very much hated for many different reasons by many different teams, but was infamous in his time. Give me Bill Lambeer, power mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Bill Lambeer at the power forward. Now, even though I tried to make a fair amount of audibles here, um, I cannot audible off this guy. This guy is – he's just tip-top. He's top of, the, top of the food chain. Give me Rasheed Wallace. Yep. Give me Rasheed Wallace. Ball don't lie. Respect, respect. Yeah. Respect. yeah. Ball don't lie. I like oh, it. Say, guy, guy got a te- guy got a technical for looking at a ref. <laughs> <laughs> like if you don't, if you don't have power, if you're yeah if you're not a thug I don't know what else is a thug like look uh, at me the wrong way I'm in ya. I'm just waiting for Tommy to have some bonus as five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tom. Here we go. Some uh, bonus. Uh, at the one, I've got I've got one of my goats. And this should come as no surprise to Luke. I've got Patrick Beverly holding yeah. it down at the one. I, That's I one of your want goats. Because I wanted, I wanted. I'm confused. I mean, he, he is the funniest dude in the NBA. I do not care. He's awesome. when he pulled the camera. When he pulled the camera out of the crowd. This year, <laughs> that was, that crowd. was that was good. That was good. Playing celebration like he won a championship. He had the he had the beer at the post game press conference. He was throwing the jersey like that guy yeah, is the funniest. 
and then with all the stuff when he went on TV, right at like he is just amazing. <laughs> it doesn't get it doesn't get much better than Pat Dev. Um, at the two, at the two, we we're kind of we kind of a bigger lineup here. This guy's probably more of a three, but we can play him with a two. I've got Warriors legend Matt Barnes. Yeah, shout out one. to Matt Barnes. He's also Sacramento got a Sac- Sacramento King legend as well. Played for both the uh, North Cal squads. Won a chip He's with from the Sac as well. Yeah, yeah he's from Campo. Yep. Campo High School. I've got Matt Barnes. That guy's hilarious. We know we all know about Matt. Um at the three, at the three, I've actually got Latrell Sprewell. Wow. Wow. Wonderful pick. I've got Latrell Sprewell at the headbutt headbutt his coach. Trying to kill his coach uh back in the day. <laughs> so if that's not a goon, I don't know what is. Um at the four, I have to pick Draymond. Like there's, there's no need to even. Uh, At least you can be honest with yourself. Yeah, Draymond. Draymond's an idiot. I love that guy, but he crosses the line way too many times. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the it's it's the pumping up the crowd that really gets me going too. It's like, what? Why are you doing that? Like, what? <laughs> When they're getting forty piece, when they're getting forty piece last year game five at Memphis, and he's he's singing "Whoop That Trick" with the Memphis crowd while they're down forty, waving the towel. I'm like this guy just doesn't care. And then he'll go and podcast right after, which makes it even funnier. Um, and at the five, uh, this guy was on my list actually pretty recently. Made it my list on the Charles list. I'm going Charles Oakley again. Charles Oakley, Big Oak, Uncle Oak, still getting in fights. Still getting in fights years after being in the NBA at Madison Square Garden. I like it. I great like pick. It. Great pick. Um, back around my walk-on pick. Um, he's a quieter guy, but he's cutting in his fair share of altercations and technicals and fights. One of them, not super recently, but kinda. I got I got Rajon Rondo. That's a good one. Okay. He's, a really good one, he's an agitator. Yeah, yeah. and he really doesn't back down. Nah, punched Brandon Ingram a few years back. That's a good take. I like that. Yeah. Or not um, Brandon. He punched James Hart. Or Chris, was it, it was Chris Paul. He punched know. Chris Paul, yeah. Brandon Ingram was also in that fight. Yeah. Uh, so my walk-on is a true walk-on because I don't really – I couldn't tell you how the rest of his career went. But he had six seconds of fame, and he's the only person to ever do it that was willing to step up to the greatness of Kobe. And that's Chris Childs, who two-pieced Kobe in the face, played for the Knicks. I don't know what else he did in his career. He was an okay player, but, like, Kobe was the GOAT or was going to be the GOAT, and he didn't care. And he literally – Doug Christie. No, no, no. That was Rick Fox that he punched. This dude punched Kobe. Like, he played for the Knicks and literally got – Kobe – did this to his chest and he went bink bink. I like that. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So. Damn. Um all right, so for my walk on, I have a few that I really like. For my walk on <laughs> You like, always have a few. <laughs> because because like I feel like the walk on pick for this this lineup specifically, like a single moment can um can define them being the walk on. But I'm gonna go with one that's near and dear to the heart. This is another ex Kings player. Um this guy again. I remember when during during our dark days when we sucked. This guy was getting suspended or he had to sit games because he had too many texts in a year. 
Um, give me Mikey Moore. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Mikey Moore. Mikey Moore? But this Whoa. guy was not good at basketball, but got technical fouls every single game. Like, it was you knew he was going to get a tech that game. It was insane. And he had no reason to be this, like, notorious with the referees, but he was. So I'm going to go with Mikey Moore. We can, after Cam gives his pick, I can come back to some of my other ideas. But that one, that one stuck with me right there. All right, really, Mikey Moore. I'm and really glad no one took this guy because when when you said, like, he had, like, a moment of fame, I thought, you know, this player was going to get picked. But he probably has one of the most iconic pitchers in NBA history of him blowing on LeBron. Mm. Lance uh, hell yeah, Lance Steve. Yeah, he, he was, he nice was Dylan Brooks before Dylan Brooks. Yeah. yeah. So, nice pick. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's my that's my. That's one. a good pick, actually. I don't know yeah, why I didn't. Nice pick. Pick. Yeah. Luke, Luke, what were your uh, what were your uh, second rate guys? So one I was leaning towards was a specific moment in this guy's career. I think he's kind of just a goofball in general. He was a bucky, don't get me wrong, but the throwing the bowl of soup, J.R. Smith. <laughs> I feel like that's one that could not go unnoticed. So like, I didn't know if he was going to get taken. I like the Mikey Moore selection, but I think. Bowl of soup, J.R. Smith has a strong case. Like, no, that guy was. I can't argue with that. I like. I mean, the way he played, he played like like sporadic too. Like, it was just part of his part of his DNA. And then, and then you actually said Doug Christie was was another one I was thinking. Uh, Another near and dear to the heart one. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, good list, man. Jared, good starting five. I like that. Uh, yeah, thanks. Getting creative over here with the starting fives, and you know they're, yeah. they're continuing to be entertaining. Hopefully, yeah. but definitely, 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 Jared. What you got for us? So, <clears throat> I'm gonna talk about bullies. When I get my fifty chips tonight, they call me a back nine bully. Okay, because bullies yes. get bullied on my greens. So my path to scratch golf. Getting right. Murray's a back nine bully. That's really crazy. He saw me wear the tee the other day. And he had a, he said, bullies get bullied on my greens. <laughs> bullies get bullied on my greens. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, Rand- Randolph would have been another good one, too. Yeah, Zebo definitely. Definitely. Hey, great chatter, man. Great chatter this episode. Yeah, Cam, thanks for uh, jumping, jumping on with us after a, a rough night for you. Definitely, Tommy. Uh, hats off to you for the idea to record after this game. I know, you know, like like Jared just said, it probably wasn't the best for either of us. Uh, but you know, I think it was a good idea. Everything was fresh. It, uh, I think it went well. The funny part is, I don't know if Tommy told you guys, but I was literally at work today, and I was like, I need to text Tommy, make sure we're still potting. And I literally, I literally texted Tommy, like I literally hit, I was about to hit send, and I saw he texted me at the same exact time, like the next day. Like I hadn't talked to him since last night, and so just the coincidence was was crazy, and uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Literally right in the group chat, I said, "All right, I send all over, I send that all over to Salerno." Yeah. It texted him, and he goes, "He goes, I was literally texting him, like there we go, we're yeah. we're te- great mind speak, think alike." The uh, I will be going to Clippers uh Suns in LA on Saturday. I'm very excited for that match. There you go. I've I've been to 43 NBA games this year, and my this is my first game as a fan, so it'll be fun. There you go, oh, this is fan. This is fandom. Yeah, let's go. Gotta love it. Yeah, that'll be a good game to see.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hopefully, we'll Kawhi plays. You'll be back at Golden One for Game Five, I assume. We say. Said you'll be back at Golden One for Game Five, I assume. I will be back at Golden One for Game Five, I assume. And I, it's funny. I hope. Um, I hope this series doesn't go seven because I'm supposed to be in LA during Game Seven, so I would have to fly home early to go to it. So I'm hoping that you know, this series ends in six games or less. Yeah, yeah, two more games probably. Yeah, Steph will do its be- do his best. To yeah, get yeah. it done before that for you. Yeah. On on that note, I'm I'm still staying ten toes, man. Warriors in six. Oh, boys, these boys are coming are coming with a vengeance. So, don't know if Luke was already wrong though. Yeah. Good night for good night for a Dubs fan tonight. Your favorite walk on. Is this is this, is this These are your favorite walk ons and we're walking out.